everyone. Thank you for tuning in to... Love at First Laugh, the green room edition. And today we're going to have a great green room. You're going to love this. I have two amazing comedians. I've known them for years. We go way back. We're not going to say how many years, but we go way back. Uh, first, let me introduce ladies first. Uh, you've seen her on Last Comic Standing. She's hilarious, and I love this girl. Please welcome Lauren Kirshner. Hi, Lauren. Hey, everybody. I'm in the screen. Okay. Happy Saturday. I leveled. I Happy love it. Yep. I got some pictures behind me. Very <laughs> professional flowers. Excellent. Excellent setting. So let's bring up the, the, the guy here, the, the male uh, comic now. Yes, there you are. I see him down there. You see him? You've seen him on Showtime, Comedy Central. Please welcome Jay Hewlett. Hi. Thunder <laughs> to Thunder. Really? Seriously, Jay? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's just my stage name. I used to be a male dancer at uh, Pizza Hut, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's an accomplishment. I've really? never, I've never, yeah. You know, I had to quit Chuck E. Cheese because they just kept tipping me in those tokens. Can't live on <laughs> that shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, rough life. Uh, mm -hmm. So, did you? Did they pay you with pizza or? Oh, they paid me in skeetball tickets, really, and uh, you know. <laughs> Occasionally a pizza, but occasionally a pizza. Yeah. yeah occasionally, you know. Yeah, it's so like a good gig. Hey, you know, I got to tell you, Grace. I got first, Kurt. I hope you don't mind. I get a little bone to pick. Got to get this off my chest because. Okay. So Grace said. Grace said. Okay, we're gonna do a sound check. This was before the show. Before the show. Before the show that we canceled. Way back when. And yeah. so you know, Lauren says I could do three o'clock or whatever. And Grace. Yeah. Said, Grace is cool. Spinelli's like, I could do 3.30. Cool. <laughs> says, you know, uh, I can't meet you till 6 or something. Nothing. No response. <laughs> Sorry. Nothing. Later, in all caps, Grace goes, when do you want to do the sound check? No, I, don't know. I don't do all caps. She has Arching the eyebrow. Go with it. So, <laughs> so. Anyway, I say, okay, so we agree to six. So whatever time it was, she comes on, but she wouldn't come on camera. It was like she was in the witness protection program. I, I was. Get, I, I get no respect. I'm telling you, I, I, I just like Rodney Dangerfield of sound checks. Yeah, definitely. You are. You are. You, it's just, I, I was not ready. I was not camera ready. I did not want to scare you. Here's the coop to piss her. She had a date, Kirchner. So I know. She's like the human gland. She's got more dates than, you know. Than, than and she waited, she waited for you, and she also has a date tonight, so hurry it up. Oh go down under. She's, yeah, got more dates, she's got more dates than that fruit stand on the 91. So anyway. Well, it's comedy research for me, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. here's the thing, though. Then the next day, our show's canceled because she's in the emergency room. <laughs> How much headborn bagging can you be doing on one night to cancel our show because you're in the emergency room after a date? What the hell? Uh, well, we're going to leave it at that. I'm very dangerous. <laughs> How about no, that? We want, we want details. Well, maybe, yeah, okay. Well, as we go along, as I warm up to this whole idea of exposing, uh, my, which I never do, right? Never. I never expose my dating life ever. Not on the stage, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, will. Right. I will. I might I might tell you, Jay, because I hid my face from you on the sound check. So I owe you one. 
Okay. I think that was a different, that's for a different no, show. No, no respect, Kirchner. I, I was born, the doctor slapped my mother, I'm telling you. <laughs> I think you were dancing that day at Chuck E. Cheese's, so it, you know that's why you had to wait till night anyways. <laughs> yeah, I should have stuck with the pizzas, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, I first question I always ask stand-ups is, and we're gonna start with Lauren, what propelled you to do stand-up? How is your, the beginnings of Lauren Kirshner? This is a great question, Grace. Um, so I've been more of a prankster my whole life than, and, and quick-witted, but never thought I would take it to the stage. And I moved out to California and I had three friends that had just moved out um, from all different states wanting to pursue their Los Angeles dreams. Yeah. So they were taking acting classes, commercial classes, you know, and they thought me and my friend should take a comedy class because you're so funny. And so I took a class at West LA College, community college. <laughs> and our graduation was a showcase at the Hollywood Improv. And our we had to do, our whole set was based on developing the first five minutes talking about our name. Well, Lauren doesn't really rhyme with anything. So I don't remember what I talked about, but all I know is there was 20 of us and we picked numbers out of a hat. I picked number 19 out of 20 and I had to go on stage the 19th comic when no one is paying attention anymore. And I thought this was gut-wrenching. I could never do this again. I had stage fright, my voice shook. I couldn't remember my five minutes worth of material. And I said, hey, I got it out of the way. Well, two weeks later, they were all going to audition at the ice house in Pasadena and they asked me to go and I said no I will never do that again I will just make you guys laugh in between us you know and they forced me and there was five of us we all went and I was the only one that made the audition and I was like god dang it now I have to do this again and they were all pissed off at the guy uh, Dave McNary rest his soul who uh auditioned us because he gave me great reviews and they're like, that guy's a jerk and this and that. And I go, um, excuse me, I made it. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing for the longest time. Cause I did that show and he asked me to come back. And then I think it, because I didn't know what I was doing, I started taking classes and I think you're going to ask me a question later. I can elaborate on that, but it wasn't something that I ever planned. I did not come to California from Arizona where I'm from to do comedy. This is what happened. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think you're gonna ask me something later. Uh yeah. I don't oh, know. Business. Girl, I don't know what I'm gonna ask. We'll I don't know, but I'll <laughs> get later. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find the question. Uh so Jay, how Thunder Down Under, excuse me. How how did you start? How were yeah, you so I was uh I was in truck driving school and uh <laughs> I was having a hard time with the other truckers. I didn't know how to communicate. You know, they were on that CB radio thing, you know, like, that poor big truck, oh, we, got, we got you in the cradle. And I, I had no idea what they were talking about. So these truckers said, yo, you got to take a communication class. And uh, so I took a truck driving communication. You know, truck drivers are the best communicators because they even have signs on their trucks telling you why they drive the way they do. You've seen them, haven't you, Grace? Yes, I have, of course. You know, I drive with my lights on for your safety. There you go. If you can't see my mirrors, I can't see you. <laughs> Goddamn Shakespeare yeah. wheels, right? That, so, absolutely. Hey, I, I took a comedy communication trucker class. I started putting signs on my bumper stick, on my bumper. It's like, I drive <laughs> with my brights on because I'm an asshole. 
<laughs> you can okay. see my little finger in your mirror means you're an asshole. <laughs> my kid slept with your runner row kid. Honk <laughs> if you love Jesus, because you're going to need him if you cut my ass off again. <laughs> so I flunked out of, of truck driving school, and um, I, I hit the stage and joined the circus. I traveled the world. I did jokes. I spun plates. I lit my uh, ass on fire, and I saw, swallowed swords. I don't even want to talk about that. I just, I've got no tonsils. But um, it, was, it was an interesting journey. Unlike Kirchner, I, I, I wanted to do this. <laughs> and, uh, I feel like I need to start my answer over again. So I, I, I slept my way to the bottom, and uh, here I am. I'm on, uh, I'm on your show. And, uh, you know, after Comic View, this is a huge step up. This is huge. Facebook Live, are you kidding? I'm hoping I end up, you know, in the emergency room after this, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have no tonsils, so. No, I don't. And, yeah. um, you know, that could be that could be a good and bad thing. Yeah, yeah. How is it bad and good? How is it bad and good? Yes. <laughs> well, I, I eat lots of ice cream. <laughs> I mean, that's just because <laughs> I want to pretend that they hurt and they're not there. You know, I have here, one of my uh, listeners is saying, being on here is huge. Jay, I, I hate to tell you, bring the news, but you've actually made, oh, they're coming for me. You hear it? I, 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 hear I feel like that's They're coming for me. I'm going to hide for a second. Okay, they're gone. Uh, but see, it's huge. They, they yeah, tend I know. To I'm, I, I've been excited all day. <laughs> I, I couldn't sleep last night. I, how can you? I know. I just I'm, I'm checking the emergency rooms around the uh, community. To see <laughs> I know. I always say, like, you know, I just celebrated over 20 years of doing comedy, and uh, so you could see how my career's exploded on Facebook Live. And I met a guy like walking down on my promenade. He's like, "There's no way you're a comedian. You're way too pretty to be funny." And I was like, "Oh." Okay, well, according to your theory, you should be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, yeah, cool. did, did I mention Kirchner was single? Like me too. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked. No, I no, don't. No, Jay, why don't you keep mentioning that? Well, actually, okay. No, no, no. Seriously, <laughs> all three of us are single, right? Yeah. We're we're pretty hot. Listen, we're hot. We're, yeah. we're funny, we're fun. And uh, do you think being a comedian, I'm gonna start with uh, Lauren, do you think being a comedian is really like a cock blocking thing to to like have a good relationship or date in general? Well, I think they start off liking you until you become, they become your material. Um, and, and, and the one thing that I can't stand is when they go, oh, you should totally put this in your act. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, I'll go put that in my act um, or tell me a joke. Oh, a check, please. Yeah, no, forget it. But um, I find that when I date that the funny comes out because they don't even know they're making me laugh. So it, like you, it helps me write the jokes. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so I don't know if they know that they're part of the, well, they do find out that they're part of the jokes. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Listen, I just joined Hinge because it's like a, a wealth of of just oh. it's ridiculous. But you know, sometimes you find that good guy in the middle of all those disasters, you know? Oh, and then, yeah. 
they're all kind of boring. They're like, hey, how's your day? How's your weekend? It's like, do you have anything else for me? It's like, it's boring. You know, most, most of them, they need, we should coach them, Lauren. We should have like a dating coach. Do you write all, do you write all your own jokes? No, I steal them. <laughs> yeah, that's <all> about that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why those guys need my my lines too. Like, hey, baby, I may not be Fred Flintstone, but I can make your bed rock. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they write my pickup lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, look at Chris. Chris, I love Chris. He's from Canada, and he's like, I like cute and single and good-looking comedians. So there, we have one. Thank oh. you, Chris. Somebody who likes us. Yay. Hey, you know what? Um, call me. me. The stage is like, yeah, call her. The stage, <laughs> the stage for me is like, it's great. It's it's because people, we talk after the show. That's that's for me. That's my social outlet right there. That's how I meet, meet people. And, you know, like I said, I've got the lines like, hey, baby, your body's name must be Visa because it's everywhere I want to be. I mean, how can you? How can you resist that? <laughs> it's impossible. It's it's, it's, it's my heart is it's just racing right now with those lines are like Whoa. And, and I'm single too. I don't get it. I, I'm like I don't get it either. Let's go home and play house. You be the screen door, I'll slam you all night long. Please. What? And they yeah. say, and they reject that? Yeah. Jay, no. It seems like it's super hard to find a good guy. Like you're on these dating has dating sites, but I think all the good ones are taken. And um, like, I just, it's just weird. Like, I just, um, everyone's like, why don't, you know, you, I could totally like, they're either written there. I'm sorry, I'm watching something on TV. Um, they're, 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 That's how much your show means to her. All of you guys are either like, they're married or they're gay yeah. or, or they're your brother. And um, honestly, like I can't marry my brother for obvious reasons. Hello. Is I he mean, single? No, he just doesn't make enough money. I'll forget it. Yeah, and, he's, <laughs> and, he's, and he's married and gay, so. Um, yeah. All the, yeah, Bob, of course. <laughs> all the good ones are gay, for sure. Uh, so hey, just, yeah, I, can't, I can't pay attention either. I'm watching spring training. <laughs> no, it's not that I, it's something flashed in my face, sorry. Well, I'm going to step up the questions then. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Should I ask you that? <laughs> you know, maybe that will step up. Uh, okay. so do, you, do you guys have any rituals before you go up on the stage? Let's start with Jay. Um, <laughs> rituals, yeah. Uh, I don't think you want to know them, but uh, it's interesting. I, I, I pace a lot. I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I come back out. I pace a lot. I was just check the I check the temperature of the room, kind of see out there. Check out who, check out where the hot babes are. Where I'm gonna practice my lines, you know, and then uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of go and separate by myself. I try not to get into conversations with other comics, you know, uh, and I get in my little space. I get in as we say in the biz, Grace. Your viewers are getting a little inside information. As I say in the biz, I go in my cave. I go in my cave and I get ready. Kirscher knows I go and disappear. Kirscher's all social. I don't want. I don't know what. Oh, really? Is. <laughs> really? What are you doing? What's all, babe? So, so, bringing dates and talking to them and sitting and watching the show. I can't do that shit. I gotta. No, I, I'm the same way. I have to like focus. Yeah, yeah. You have to focus. 
So Lauren, you, you kind of feed off the energy of other people. So then you go up on the stage and you're like, okay, now yeah. I, I, I actually do hang out in the back and I kind of listen to what's kind of, I yeah. sit, hang out by myself. And then I try to reference like what I just heard the last comic do like something ahead of me. But when I do shows with Jay, I try to get in his cave and <laughs> annoy him. <laughs> He's always in my damn cave, man. <laughs> out of my cave, Kirchner. Yep. And then I, I get into character. So I it takes me a couple minutes, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. So I do I do take a couple minutes and just hang out in the back and just, you know. But I like to I like to see who I'm gonna talk to in the room and if I can see yeah. some of them ahead of time to have a conversation with them or if I've heard something before, because I've been at shows too where like a headliner will show up or somebody later will show up and they're not there since the beginning. And then they get on stage and they don't really know what's happened. And they're just kind of like repeating what a lot of people have already said or mentioned. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, how about after the show, Jay, do you like to talk to people after the show besides oh. have girls? Yeah. But that's other than nice. that. Oh yeah. That's, that's my dating site right there. <laughs> that's, it. that's it, baby. Yeah, I love it. I get, I'm, then I'm all hyped up, and I'm not sure. You know, Kirshen knows this. We've had this discussion a thousand times, but I don't, like, if, if I were to see you in a bar, Grace, for example, I'd be intimidated. I'd be like, oh, you know, I can't talk to her. You know, I'd be like, I'm too shy. But if, if you came to a show and I didn't know you, of course, oh, my God. You know, then it's like the Superman cape, you know. I'd be <laughs> It is it's true, and it's it's like because you've got all this energy, you're hyped up. Yeah. Well, you know you're not going to go to sleep for two, three hours after the show because you're hyped up. I mean, especially if you have to do a fifty-minute set, forty-five-minute set, thirty-minute set, you're all hyped up. Usually, go out and and then you go a lot of the places, the clubs I've been doing. I mean, high-class places, the bars, <laughs> <laughs> or or you're actually in the bar, so. You know, you hang out in the place, you know, where else can you hang out in your job and drink at your job? But anyway. Well, they, they'll buy you chicken wings after the show, too. They do. I know. Isn't that great? They buy you drinks. Yeah. Great. great. I'll, have, I'll have no choice because Kirchner's dates won't pay for them. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole other story. We were in Florida and I had a boyfriend, I thought, at the time who <laughs> came to the show and wouldn't buy Jay a drink. No, well, you know, it wasn't him. the point. I was watching Kirscher buy rounds, and then I bought a round. Yeah, and he did. And then, you know, so of course we're both like simultaneously. <laughs> I see. Oh, well, I got to go to the bathroom. My wallet's not here. <laughs> with, his, with his Tesla car and his Gucci wallet and yeah. designer stuff, and yeah, so that's why. You, yeah. Do you like to know. date like rich guys, or that? It's not a problem, like whatever their financial situation I, is. I don't personally, but <laughs> he was he was pretend rich. But as my mom always used to say, you could choose somebody with money or without money. It's your choice. Like, why wouldn't you? But um, it's never been. It's, I'm out. We could we could do a whole other show because I usually end up being the sugar mama, but not by choice. And uh, that's. We could do another show on this, but I could yes, mm -hmm. give you some stories, okay? Well, and here you have Chris. He says, I'm pretend rich. So you still want to? You and me, oh, brother. Did I date you, Chris? Chris, did I date you? Are you pretend rich? I think we dated. Yeah. You can I pretend post, date. I'll post the answer. Let's see. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right now. I think that, yes. I'm called sugar. Okay. He says, I'm, I'm called sugar, sugar daddy. daddy. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. So I think uh, he said yes. He would date you, of course. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Why would you say no? I wasn't so. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it wasn't. <so> <laughs> <laughs> I that popped. <laughs> this is a one-woman production. See. <laughs> even even Chris is going Forrest Gump on you. Run. <laughs> that is so funny. The first, one of the first guys that Jay ever knew that I dated uh, knew Jay as well. Yeah. Your you, you guys are tighter than ducks' asses on water. I'm telling you. Oh my God! This guy, we went on our first date. We went to um, a, a couple's dinner, like a prefix dinner or whatever. And when the bill came, the waiters gave it to all the guys on the date, and they gave it to this guy. Um, and his credit card didn't go through, and so. Yucker. As to not embarrass him, I paid for that. And then everything for many years after. It was, well, years. I wouldn't say years. I would not say years. Uh, months. Yeah. God, I wish I'd have known you before we like became sister and brother. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? I could have got some free wings or something. <laughs> you, got, you would have gotten a lot of meals out of her, I'm sure. Um, yeah, you're, you're kind of like me, Jay. I'm a little bit of a food digger. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like a food slut. Yeah, I, a food whore, I would say. You uh, could just leave food out of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Them are fighting words. There was, there was a time don't, like don't, 10, don't take that shit. Don't take that. <laughs> Ten years ago, I sort to got. I went. I was a starving artist, of course, and I I seriously went to a dating site for the meals, and I gained like 10 pounds, and I was like, fuck this, I can't do this. Awesome. Yeah, I went on the site. I'll have you guys over, I cook, I cook. I'll make some chicken wings. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. He's a good cook, actually. Well, look, Chris, he says he likes food more than sex. <laughs> oh, then maybe Chris should go out with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a match. <laughs> I, don't, I don't swing from that side of the pinata, but hey, you know, a few beers. What's the difference between a sailor and a gay guy? About six beers. So there you go, Grace. <laughs> oh, look at Norm. Whoa. He says uh, that I'm a food whore. He says, I know. I've dated for food. Oh, no, wait. That's another one. I did. They're commenting so much that I'm fucking up the. the okay, here. Norm. I love Norm. Hi, Norm. Okay, Norm says he knows I'm a food whore because he paid. I know I paid for your meal at Flop. Ah, Norm. Yeah. Step up, Norm. Tell her. My for my meal next time. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, so what was, um, Lauren, what was your best, best show ever and your worst show ever? Best show ever. Well, I think I have two best shows ever. One, I, and I was going to say another one, but I'm going to say the one where I was with Jay. Where were we? Coconuts? Uh, yeah, we, I, we were in Florida and um, it, I, it was like a, Jay got me a 10 minute guess at whatever, but it was one of those times where everything that could have gone wrong did. Like there was a car alarm that went out off in the back, a waitress spilled her drinks and, and it forced me to do improv to the point where like, you can't not address that stuff. And, and it just so happens that everything that happened happened right at the perfect time, like in the joke, you know? So, um, I feel like that was, you kind of had to be there, but then 
another time I was booked to open for Nikki Glazer in uh, Arizona. It was a seven day run, um, five, seven shows in five nights, I should have said. And I was supposed to feature for her. There was a uh, MC, a feature and the headliner. I show up in five minutes before they're like, well, we changed you to be the host. Is that okay? Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, um, that would have been nice to know because that's a whole different kind of set. And my friend's like, yeah, but you're super positive, right? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> so I opened up the show and I go, hey, guys, I'm your host tonight. Um, I, your host was, you know, they asked for somebody super positive and uplifting and a lot of energy. Well, that person couldn't make it here tonight. So you've got me. <laughs> I just... Because the way that we're all trained, I think we all come from the same place. We really have to learn to adapt and mm -hmm. you know, improvise and stuff like that. So I think it really pumped up my improvisational. But the worst set I ever had was I was with, you know who, that credit card didn't go through. Oh. And he came and saw one of my shows and I was really new at the time. And Wait, wait which guy? <laughs> Which one? I'm call him David because I never changed the names to protect any innocent people. <laughs> and and um, I didn't I didn't have the improv thing going yet. And I you know I'm old. I was talking probably about like nine hundred two one zero or something. And it was geriatrics in the audience. No one knows that show. And I just went with it because I didn't know any other material or what else to do. But the the worst part was I got to the end and I did a callback. But I forgot that I didn't do the first joke. I only did the callback. Oh no! Oh my god! That's oh my god! That's that, horrible. It was the worst. Like oh, and here's like this guy's first, um, my boyfriend or whatever, his first time seeing me on stage. It was awful. Ooh, that is painful. <laughs> oh no! Do yeah. you do you have guys go to see? I don't like guys like I'm starting dating or whatever like to go see me i hate that and when they do i'm like oh fuck well that was <laughs> i don't like it but that guy came to florida to see me and he yeah lived in north carolina yeah yeah well, not questioning that he lived in <laughs> but <laughs> yeah it was um it's stressful because you know they think that that's really like your natural you know they don't realize it's an act sort of thing so right. I, just told them, I just told them before I went on stage, I'm not really a slut, just so you know. I know they do believe that whenever we talk about dating and stuff. I know they, they believe that. They do. It's like, no, it's an exaggeration of me. I always, walk up, I always walk up and say, don't believe me. <laughs> not true. Look, Chris is here saying, I always thought I had the worst luck dating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I think you can a show with Chris. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, <laughs> and here Norm, I love Grace and Lauren. Hi, Norm. We love you, Norm. Um, so now it's Jay's turn to tell me, uh, tell us. You know, I was on on uh, Comic View, and uh, I was. <laughs> everybody was like, I I had done a lot of the rooms that a lot of the guys that were on the show were on. Uh, a lot of the you know. Pico Rivera again, all these, I mean, rough rooms. I mean, yeah. just tough, rough rooms, you know. But I, you know, it's interesting. I did those with Gabriel Iglesias and um, Martin Moreno and um, Felipe Esparza. 
Oh yeah. Guys, these are all this one this one Mexican canteen. I think we talked about it with Larry Omaha the other day, whatever. But anyway, um, I got on the BET and I, I saw a lot of the comics there. But the guys I worked with were great. The guys I had worked with, I, literally, I was the only white guy on. on there. They do like six, seven tapings at one sitting. Wow. And they, I was at the Kodak Theater, so you sit through, you know, until your show slot comes up. And uh, the guys I, I've worked with before, you know, people would, they would just look at me and just, you know, like, what do you do? You know, and I, I get it because, you know, that's really a, that's really kind of a, a, a venue, a medium for, you know, uh, comics that aren't normally seen on mainstream TV to come in there and, and, and get their chance. But um, I always looked at it like, hey, it was my opportunity as well. So I did well in it. So it was kind of good and bad. So it was great. I had a great set. And all the guys I worked with were fantastic to me. The audience loved me. So that was all good. But the worship, so that was, for me, it was such a huge relief to do a TV set and get it done and 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 get laughs and, and you know, just survive. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think anybody that's done, you know, any kind of TV stuff is like, they tell you the same thing. And then if you get another shot at it, then you're probably thriving. The worst one I did was really literally only about two years ago. And I think I, I, I told Kirchner like this, I'm still in therapy. But I was... Uh, Oh, I was at this old folks home, like this <laughs> world, man. And it was, oh my God. And for one thing, the woman that introduced me, um, you know, I come out with this bit and I go, hey, give it up for, for who, I don't care who you are, whatever it is. I say, give it up for uh, that woman or that guy, you know, like <laughs> I don't remember their name. And oh, she was so offended. And I mean, literally within about 40 seconds of me being on, um, on stage, she had written this handwritten note and she kept holding it up. Too dirty, too dirty. Oh. I, mean, I mean, I did the, I did the truck driver bit. You heard it. That's too not, dirty. are you kidding? What? I mean, she kept holding it up and then and people behind her would see her holding the sign. They don't, you know, they don't know what it's saying. Right. You know, for all they know behind her, cause she sat right in the front of the stage. She kept holding this up. She kept holding this sign up. And these people behind they for all they know, they she could have been saying, You suck, you suck, because because then she kept talking to the people beside her and behind her. I was the headliner. I mean, what are you doing? You're ruining your own show. And so after it was done, I mean, people in the back started walking because they thought, you know, then I was then I was fast forwarding because I'm thinking, what can I do that's not dirty? And I'm like, fuck. None of that stuff was dirty. No, I get a dirty, not a dirty comic. Yeah, so I like, what do I, you know, so I, I, you know, it just discombobulated me. You could imagine five times she held this thing up, you know, in less than five minutes. And I'm like, I got to the end of it. I grabbed my check. I threw that in the deposit so fast that it, it would make your head spin. And I got this email from her that, that night. It said, you need to return that money. You were, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Right in the right in the crux of it, right in the middle of that letter was, um, you didn't even remember my name, and I was like, oh. So that that yes, very there's any consolation. Chris says a number of times I've called women by the wrong name. Oops. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just part of the bit. It's, it's not part. Like, it's part of the act. And I yeah. forgot to mention too when I was at the when the Nikki Glazer. Uh, set was at the house of comedy which is actually a pretty famous room and i did this bit where i get on stage and i give a bunch of people high fives before i get on stage and then i get on stage and i go hey someone tells to need the tell needs to tell the manager that they're out of soap in the bathroom 
And then everyone starts laughing because I just gave them high fives. Well, the manager came up to me after the show and said, um, you know, if you have a problem with what's going on in the bathroom, you need to talk to me directly and not announce that to the audience. I'm like, oh, I'm a comic. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. Like, I hey, I got one better than that. I was, I was in, in that is so for that. And I was like, I was on stage and this was, this was late eighties, Grace. And, and, Literally, these bars, they, uh, I mean, the women would be wearing literally lingerie, the waitresses in this club. And the owner did not give a shit about the show. What he wanted was a three-hour show. Can you imagine? Three comics, three hours. Three three comics, three hours. And the MC, the MC would come up and do 45 minutes, and he would be chugging booze. All the owner wanted was was the people in the audience to drink. That was all he cared about. Yeah. and he made bank, and people were falling on the chairs. I was, I was a feature. I went second. I was never more glad to be a feature in my life to get on and try to get off. And I was, I was contractually obligated for thirty minutes, and that is all I did. And so I'm on stage, and I said, you know, I always make a point to say, hey, t- tip your wait staff. And I was like, hey, tip your wait staff, because you know, they can't afford clothes. And you know, the girls laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I go, cause they're, you know, they're in their underwear, please. You know, and everybody's, ah, it's hilarious. So I get to the bar, you know, and I, I get my complimentary, you know, two, two beers you get or whatever. And I uh, get there and the, and the waitress, uh, the bartender back there goes, if you make that comment again about our outfits, I'm going to make sure you never work here again. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? And so when you know it, this is like a Tuesday night. This guy did shows like he did Tuesday through Sunday. It's my first fucking night. And, and all of a sudden, I get this, the guy, the MC, who I was friends with, goes, hey, the owner wants to see you. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to get fired. I didn't know all I said was your outfits were skipped. And so I got to the back, and the owner looks at me, and he goes, um, hey, I wanted to ask you something. And before he even asked me, I said, hey, look, I said, you know, it was just a joke. I was just joking about their outfits. and stuff. He's, he's an Italian guy. He's like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I, you know, I made a joke about the outfits. He goes, so fucking what? He goes, I wanted to ask if you wanted a headline because I don't like the guy that's headlining. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, I think I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> he said, you sure it's more money? And I said, no, I'm, I'm good. So he replaced three guys that week, three headliners, Grace. They all, you know, they all three guys got, got fired because they didn't want to do more than 45 minutes. Yeah, that's. He, I know, and he didn't care. So no, probably, no. he explained to him. He said, "Look, you know, you know, I'll do my time. I'll do more time. That these guys are just. This is what they do." And so the guy finally got it, and he didn't force people to do it. But I was like, I was so <laughs> glad to get out of there without being fired. And he gave me a he gave me a good bonus, like a good tip. And um, so I was like, I go. I found out that that bartender was sleeping with that owner. And but he had a wife in catch this Lauren Phoenix, and <laughs> he was yeah he was in Florida so he was sleeping with a bartender but um, you know she thought ipso facto that she was like you know co-owner of the club and he's like basically at the end of it I go oh I you know I just I made that comment I was joking he's like fuck her you know, he's like whoa <laughs> what have I stepped into it's like a little I'm like, it's a little Jay only, Jay only seems innocent. <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to realize that. 
now with that story, Jay, I'm thinking, have you ever wanted to quit? And and if so, how did you keep going? Yeah. You obviously <laughs> kept going. <laughs> yeah, after that, after that retirement community, I mean, I I question everything about myself, like you know, <laughs> right? Why am why am I living? You know, <laughs> you know we talked to you know we we had a guest the other night and uh, she was she was talking about the same thing and it was after a TV appearance and uh, oh she, yeah she she literally got booed and oh. she was, you know why I'm in this and Kirchner Kirchner's had some of the same experiences about people telling her you know you don't you don't belong in this or that and um, you know for those things like you know you kind of got to take the same philosophy if you have a great show. Maybe you celebrate for 24 or, you know, maybe, you know, 60 hours. But if you have a bad show, it shouldn't go more than 24 hours. You can beat yourself up. And then after that, it's just like, hey, you learn something. You learn more from the screwed up shows than you do the ones you kill on. And um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, we were talking about, like, the character-driven stuff. And I I, mm -hmm. I try, you know, I, I, I try to get that in there and not get so absorbed in the um, observation and this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I got to remember. And sometimes I, as we call it in the business, you know, after a show that's bad and you want to quit, you kind of got to go back to your home base and kind of mm -hmm. reexamine, you know, hey, what, what what is my point of view? What did I do? What was different? So I learned from it. But, oh, my God, after, I swear to God, after that show. No, the irony of that is the week before I had one of the best shows of my life in this small town in Florida, I got a standing ovation. And I mean, people bought like 20 T-shirts of mine. They were, I had, they, they all followed me on YouTube and all this shit. There was like 100 people in the room. And it was just one of the best shows. And then the next week, that's this business. Yeah. The very next week, someone yeah. told me, you're too dirty. You know, you suck. <laughs> you know, you're like, so many you suck, you know. So yeah. it's just, you can't let it, you got to just stay focused because I think at the end of the day, I don't know that any of us are in this for fame or fortune, but for me, I love being on the stage. That's my, that's my therapy. That's, mm -hmm. that's my, you know, safe place. That's what I like. To, I don't like the business of it. I don't like calling and booking. I, I'm not good at that. You know, I am basically shy. I don't like that stuff. But when I'm on stage and I'm in charge and I, you know, she knows I'm a cocky kind of person on stage yeah. with, the, with the persona that, Hey, I don't get it, you know. Yeah, you don't I, get why you're you're a loser on the stage. No, yeah, I don't. Right. yeah. But, but you know, that's my safe place. I love performing, <laughs> and I just I remember that. I'm like sometimes during my day gigs. Sometimes you know you're thinking, what am I doing here? I'd love to be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Been, and if you if you comic and you're saying you never had a day gig, then you know you're lying because you can't live in Los Angeles and not have some money coming in. So I probably went longer than you wanted, but. Uh, I, just no, think I think it's important. That's great feedback. That's awesome. Now you you said it beautifully. And and look, we got some. Wait, I'm gonna do the wrong one here. Uh, Jennifer says you're oh, awesome today. Thank you. We oh. love Jennifer. Yeah, she's so Jennifer. sweet too. Here is um, Jay is very nice oh. person. Oh, yes, he oh. is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, so sweet. Um, see, we have people that it's, you know, it's in, in this business, especially as a comic, not everybody's going to like you. You know, there's going to be people that are going to love you and there's going to be people that, are, that just That's don't. That's the damn truth. 
<laughs> I mean, so we have, I think if we accept that fact, then it's a little bit easier to be like, okay, these people didn't like me. They didn't get me. It's okay. It's like a bad date. You know, that's how I see a bad show. It's like a bad date. It's like you're not connecting. <laughs> a good show is a good date. You're connecting and having fun. So it's just, it's right. not personal. Connection is a good word. That's a great word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Connecting with the audience. I think that's crucial. That's number one. Yeah. connecting to my you know personal experience Absolutely. Uh, yeah yeah uh so um let me go to lauren now uh, lauren do you have any writing strategies how do you write your stuff uh do you yeah. like um you know it's so weird i i get pings that go through my head and then i write them down but i wish i was better at this i don't sit down and write but i get ideas in my head and usually i start them off as facebook posts and yes. then turn into jokes um or i'll be talking to my friends and i have one friend she's like you should totally put that in your act well you know because she thinks it's funny <laughs> and then i'm like oh it is funny so i say a lot of things in my daily life that i don't realize could be jokes so i'm trying to as i think of them write them down and that's you know i've never like jay's really good he writes every day does his morning pages i do not oh because I won't I do have a blog and when I blog then I'll start getting like some funny ideas mm -hmm. um but I basically put them in my phone I'll get an idea I put it in my phone and then I'll go home and write it so it's more as things come to me versus me sitting down for an hour or two and writing so and when I do write it's usually more bloggy stuff and not the comedy but it develops after I get the ideas and I think of it and then I make it a joke yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I, I can't sit and write. <laughs> and I then, no, but I actually did quit comedy for a while. And um, I think that's when I met Jay, right? So after all that- Wait, 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 you met Jay when you quit comedy? I had, I had to quit comedy um, after like that Ice House experience. I And I took classes, um, I took classes by Mark Lanau or whatever, and I never got stage time. And he changed me to be something I wasn't. And I said, you know what? I'm getting less funny trying to do something other people's way. So I quit. And then um, somebody at the gym had introduced me to Jay, who introduced me to our comedy coaches. But what happened was I ran into, I went to the Hermosa Beach Comedy Magic Club and Kathleen Madigan was headlining before she was super famous and she was actually a sub because whoever was supposed to go on that night couldn't make it. And I loved her writing. Oh and my God, it's brilliant. Oh it's one of my favorite. Yeah, and so I actually, because she didn't have a fan base quite like she does then now, now that she did then, we went next door, um, grabbed some beers together and I said, oh my God, you're so funny. I love your style. I used to do comedy and I don't do comedy anymore. And she's like, why? And I go, because I always thought I was funny. Then I took these classes, you know, and then I got less funny and they wanted me to perform their way. And she's like, don't listen to anybody like tell you you're funny or you're not funny. Get up and do whatever you do. And I'm like, Oh, good advice. So that's when I met Jay and he introduced us to whatever. Well, fast forward 10 years, we're at the theater that we all used to do our workshop at. Yeah. And Kathleen, was um opening for her opener so he could do a set so she never opens for people but she as a favor opened for him and i went up to her afterwards like i know you don't remember me 
from 10 years ago or whatever. She goes, you're, I go, you're the one that I met at the Hermosa Beach comedy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you told me that I should just get back into it and kind of just go with your talent or whatever. And she's like, I totally remember you. And like, we took a little photo together and like, Aww. and we became friends. So she's, I just think she's one of the most talented. Yeah. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. How about you, Jay? Do you have any writing? Well, obviously, Lauren gave it away a little bit. Thanks. Well, yeah, kind of. You know, it's funny thing, the, the morning pages, though, or, and I, I do that every morning. I have like literally, I, I should walk back and show you my notebook. But um, they're not necessarily comedy, though. That's the thing about morning pages. If you've ever read The Artist's Way, you mm -hmm. know, really the the impetus for it is just, just do it. Right. You know, that's, right. It's really, if you, you had to summarize it, it's just do it and just get up yeah. and just write. So uh, really a lot of that stuff is just me ranting, which sometimes evolves into my act. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Um, and then sometimes I'll put a premise up that I, I've been stewing about and I'll write on that. But at six in the morning, you're like, you know, really? And that's it. You're, it's all stream of conscious. You're not thinking, is this funny or that funny? You're not editing yourself. You're just writing. And so, you know, that's what I do. It's gotten shortened over the years, but really, truly, the, the the jokes, I get some from there. I'll be happy when I have some time to go through those notebooks. <laughs> but truly, really, it's kind of like like you guys. You know, it'll pop into my head, and I'm just like, I get excited about it. It's like, I'm like, oh, this is this is good. And then I then I start working on that, and then I might try it on Facebook as well. But I'll I'll write down the premise, and um, it's it's like finding gold. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's like you're you're walking down, you find that five dollar bill or something on the ground, and you're like, oh, this is gold. And then yeah. you, you know, you you kind of extrapolate, so it pops into my head. And Lauren will laugh about this, but a lot of times I'll choose to drive, like if I go uh, to a gig and it's you know it's not too far, like I'll go to Arizona. I'll sometimes I I get it while I'm driving. Sometimes it's just yeah. you, know, yes. you know, and it pops in your head. Yeah. And then the other place, and Lauren will get get appreciate this. I get. I get it on the shitter and I actually keep a notepad. <laughs> Wait, with your phone or with you? Well, sometimes I just, I just have a little writing pad in the restroom. <laughs> Grace, How about your phone? Grace, do you ever, do you ever, I'll probably drop it in there and then I got to fish it out with other furs <laughs> and stuff, you know. But if you make it to my house for uh, dinner with Lauren and these guys, I'll show you. I'll, I'll show you the writing. Well, that's, where he, um, that's where he keeps his fax machine, too. Yeah, I got a fax yeah. machine. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. So a lot of material that comes off my fax machine, mostly for Chris and her. <laughs> Jay, Jay has a pretty cool shitter room. He's got some Scooby-Doo towels in there. <laughs> I can so see that. Did I mention I was single? Did I mention <laughs> It is a mystery why, Jay. It is. It's a, it's a mystery van. Uh, and thanks to Lauren, I also have poopery in there. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> Christmas, I got him a spray for poopery. <laughs> it was always in the shitter. Which, <laughs> which makes no sense. You know, I'm the only one in here. I did mention I was single. Then I went and spray for myself. Please. <laughs> it smells, you just got this stuff that smells like the forest. Now it just smells like I took a shit in the woods. Please. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, much information. Wait, we're like brother and sister. We're comedians, and people know we're gonna go anywhere that's uh, taboo, and uh, and we're gonna go to the shitter too. Yeah, that's right. 
that's what we do. Sex, death, and poop. Those are the three things where you always go as a comedian, right? Right. Absolutely. The other day, I, I tutor kids, and uh, one of my kids that I tutor, he's like, well, you know, I'm all about Pokemon, Transformers, and fart. <laughs> fart, fart. <laughs> I love him. I was like, that's, yeah, I get it. Right um, on. Jennifer wants to see your bathroom, Jay. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> show us your bathroom, Jay. No, no, because he's going to be out of frame. It's going to screw up the frame. Because yes. Grace has strategically placed this logo right over my bald spot. I can't move. She won't let me move. But Grace's heads are all anal about this, so I think that would be appropriate. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Chris, good show tonight, Grace. Thank you, Chris. Oh, uh, thank you. Very sweet. Okay, so would um, what advice do you have for aspiring comics? Let's start with Jay. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself a good shooter and don't tell Lauren. <laughs> She'll mess it up. She don't like Scooby Doo. She don't like The Incredibles. She don't like any of this stuff I do, man. So. <laughs> Yeah, you'll get poopery as gifts. That was my. Can you imagine getting like poop spray for your birthday? Please. Oh my God! Can I tell him about the other gift I got you for your birthday? No, not yet, not yet, not yet. I, just, I almost ended up in prison with one of them. I think I'm joking. Why do you have to say it, Jay? Come on, you have to. You could save that when she talks about perspiring comics. Anyway, oh, it wasn't. I know, but the gift is, yeah, I almost, ended up in prison. I almost ended up in prison. But anyway, I would just say write and get on stage. You know, like um, I used to think it was, it, it's really a lot of just stage time. And I would also say, and I got I to gotta get back to this home base for myself too. I would say, you know, you've got to find, it. it's, and I, I promote, I'll just promote him out loud. But Steve North would say, you know, comics tell jokes and comedians, you know, Comics say funny things and, um, you know, comedians say things funny. So mm -hmm. the difference being, you know, you're not just, you're not just telling, you've got to have like Mark Lanau would say point of view, but you really got to have your own, you got to have your own um, persona. You, it, it's yeah. about attitude. It's about an agenda. And, um, and not it's being able to be duplicated. Like if it's yeah. you. Yeah. And, then, and then arching the eyebrow. And sometimes I just, you know, the other thing Steve would tell me early on when I didn't get it, I would arch that eyebrow. Good. Can you do how it? Do you arch it? How do you arch your eyebrow after Botox, though? Yeah. I, I never had Botox. I can arch my eyebrow, but my, my ass squeaks when I do it, so I can't do it. <laughs> but, uh, so I would say, you know, if you could do those things and then write, if you could find that, that person, that character in you, and then write to that character and then get on stage, it just – and that's the hard part. You know, you feel like quitting. We talk, we kind of, the horse before the car, you talk about quitting and you're just, you're going to have, you're going to have sucky shows. I mean, you just, it's part of the process. If you're interested, just get on stage every chance you get. I mean, sometimes going in front of other comics is a little counterproductive, but if you can just master that, even that part about getting in the cave and getting prepared and then how to connect you know, even if it's other comics, mm -hmm. you know, and then how to get in, stay in character, your agenda and attitude and all that stuff. Yeah. That's what I would say, write, get on stage, write and get on stage. Write and get I on would stage. just say, don't even start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. No, yeah. I think Jay's right. You, it's it's all about stage time. You can spend all your time behind the scenes doing whatever, but unless you get on the stage, because I, I mean, I don't know. I almost wish I never started. <laughs> I know, I, right? Bro. You no, love it. I do love it now. But the one thing I learned when I first started was everyone told me it takes at least seven years mm -hmm. to get and that you can't rush it. You can't rush those seven years. Like, and I proved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20 years later, we're both like, oh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, listen, March 27th, and I'm gonna date myself here, will be 24 years that I had that first show at the improv. Wow. I mean, I was in third grade, so I can get, see, you know. I've been, I've been dating myself too. Had to, I've already uh, had to sue myself for sexual harassment. Right hand's got carpal tunnel. I'm just saying, it's just, you know, I've been, did I mention I was single? Did I mention that? <laughs> I am still in shock. Not yet. I, I <laughs> every, every woman says that. I'm so but sure. also I, I feel like Jennifer keeps saying she wants to see your towels. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. My, my ass is numb. I can't ruin the framing. I have not moved since. Yeah. Before. Okay. It, it's official. You have to show us your bathroom. It's your bathroom, Jay. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I took the Scooby Two. I've got Incredibles in there. Can I just bring the towel out? Would that do? Yeah, that would do. We'll wait for you. Okay, while, so while he's doing that, you want to see the poopery? Hold on. Oh, you guys are going to see my stretchy pants too. Watch out. <laughs> One of the funniest gifts I ever got, Jay, was I used to go on stage with this shirt that said jerk magnet, and I would sell the shirts because about my whole act, and it would say jerk magnet. And so then one year, I got Jay the same, I got him the same color shirt, but it said jerk on it. Oh. <laughs> so I, he was my, I was, he was my jerk magnet. <laughs> you can't turn down a guy that has these towels in their bathroom. That is too funny. Just women see these towels and it's just like party time. Where's your bedroom? Come on. <laughs> it's like the Big Bang Theory or something. Like it, it, there's that's, a vibe of yeah. That's the Incredibles, baby. The Incredibles. Knew what's not to love? I've got like the Disneyland of bathrooms. Well, yeah. you know, you know, as a, you are in touch with your inner child. And that's important as a comedian, as a person too. Yeah, you know the whole pooping towels cartoon thing. It all goes together. It all goes together exactly. So yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's always a yeah, good time. No, talking about no, 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 Yep, that's just. Hey, that's the shit. You know. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so let's see. What is your favorite word, Lauren? Word like in general. It doesn't have to be a curse word. It can be any word. That's your favorite. That speaks to you. Oh, about comedy? No, in general. No, this is these. This is the deep question part. Oh my gosh, you really stumped me. I would. I almost want to say my dog's name. Okay, uh, that's fine. What's his name? Noodle. Okay, so but that actually, I'm gonna say my favorite word. My favorite word is fucker. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's ph fucker. Hmm. It's not F, it's P-H-U-C-K-E-R. I use it all the time. Why Why does it speak to you? Um, because <laughs> I think it has intensity. Mm -hmm. So I call you a little fucker. I, it's almost like I love you. Can I call my dog a little fucker? Yeah. All the time? yeah. But then I can call everybody a fucker and 
I don't mean it as well. If I'm honking at you on the freeway, I mean it. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. It is really the word. I, no one's ever asked me that, but that's um. That's thanks, your word. Thanks for my word. It's a word that you can use both, you know, as good and bad. Like I love motherfucker. I, I do use it as a term of endear and term of endearment. Yeah, absolutely. Mine is motherfucker. I was worried. You're a sexy motherfucker or you're motherfucker, you know, it's like the same <laughs> intent. It's all in the intent. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think she knew my name for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> So how about you, Jay? What's your favorite word? Yeah, you know, I, I like the, I, I, I use it in my act and I just, it, it's the same, the F word, you know, and I don't, I don't say it out loud in case there's any uh, little bastards watching, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it is that word, so. <laughs> that is so good. This is, this, this, is on, this is on my desk at school, which is great because they don't. <laughs> Oh, that's, I love that. That's the best. What's your favorite word, Grace? Yeah. Motherfucker. 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 Oh, all about your mother. Yeah, puckers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love motherfucker. I, it's just, just, it's delicious. But I used it again with intent, like you're a sexy motherfucker. Or, you know, motherfucker. Yeah, I also, like, I also like the word um, moron. I think moron and jackass are funny, but they don't resonate like fucker. No, no, because it doesn't, it's not strong enough. No. Moron. Eh, it's lame. Okay, so last question is what do you want to be known for? Who wants to go first? I'll give that to Jay. <laughs> your your face was frozen. Your lips didn't even move. You're like a ventriloquist now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> your, who's got their hand up your ass? You're just like <laughs> Didn't you see her? She froze. You saw that, didn't you, Grace? I saw it. Totally saw it. I can answer. Okay. Um, I really, really never mean for anybody to get offended. I think this world is so crazy with how offended that they get just by anything. And part of me is like, do I need to change my act, you know, because of the world right now and how sensitive they are? And I just want people to know. I've never meant to offend anybody, but I want the world to be able to laugh. And if I can make them laugh, you know, even my mom passed away and I'm, she wanted on her um, tombstone, everyone, she wanted as a joke when she was younger, say, you know, made a good meatloaf. <laughs> so, you know, I, awesome. <laughs> we didn't do it, but. <laughs> Shit, you should have done that. Man. I know we should have done it. But I just want, I mean, even if I were to put on my tombstone and I haven't thought about it yet, but just never meant to offend anybody. Just always want to create laughter and fun in this world. Mm -hmm. And I really want to be known for that because I am pretty risque in some of my stuff and people, you know, have gotten offended, you know, whatever, but that's yeah. never the intent. So it's all about good humor. That's it. That's great. How about you, Jay? Yeah, yes. Just for the record, I love Lauren's mom. She's, she's, uh, she was the best. She's the best. She was the best. She Mrs. was. Her little anniversary of her passing was yesterday, so we celebrated the bejesus out of it. So I have flowers all around me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Lauren's the best. So, um, 
Yeah, on my tombstone, I want, uh, I told you he was sick. That's what I want on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> or how about you're going to check your faxes? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I put on my tombstone. I'll be back. I'm checking my faxes. <laughs> Anybody have poopery? So. That's you know, awesome. It's a good thing I got a sense of humor because this fax thing, get, can you say beat a dead horse to death? You shoot wine through your nose now. Dude, like when I did your show, it was the same thing as the Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fax machine comes up about 50 times. I know. Um, so, you actually, can I ask you, Jay, do you have a fax machine? <laughs> no. Really? <laughs> oh, shit. No. I've seen it. Yeah. She, she said, when was the last time you saw it? Well, last time I went to his house, he hid it. That thing that was think that's been gone like three, four years ago. <laughs> Never mind. You you ask her, you know, when when contracts that you don't want other people to see, you know, or like the internet ends up you fax it. I had to use fax. When you have an agent and other shit, sometimes they ask you to fax it. So yeah. now, now it's like you could do the fax of the internet and all that. But I had it, it was you know, it was great. It's good write off too. But um what the hell are we talking about? Anyway, um, what? What, 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 do you known, what do you want to be known for? Yeah, sending faxes. Oh, like I was half, I was like, oh. No, go back, go back. No, I like this. This is Phantom of the Opera. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do my Phil Hartman, too. Oh, that's almost like a person. Oh, a cramp. <laughs> Sit up, Jay. I mentioned I was single. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey Grace, you go to bed with me to be the best thirty seconds of your life. I don't want to. Blow. <laughs> I went swimming in Loch Ness. They're still talking about it. Just saying. And um, <laughs> under down under. Whenever I'm in a bar and I hit on a woman, Lauren likes to come up and go, "Honey, the kids are waiting." <laughs> oh, I did that to my friend. I was out with this um, a guy friend or whatever, and it was the end of the night, and they turned the lights on. It was totally hitting on some chick, trying to get her number, and I walked up to him. I go, hi, honey, we need to go because we have to um, take the babysitter home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this, my, we're not friends anymore. I don't know why. <laughs> but that girl like almost punched him in the face. And he's like, you motherfucker. Yeah, talk about a C blocker. Anyway, what do I want to bring out? You know, it's, it's All right, funny. guys. It's funny. I was, I was, kind of a, so I was in Florida again, uh, uh, touring. And, you know, you go on stage and you don't think about, a lot of times we go through all sorts of shit. And then you go on stage and the show must go on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've, driven, I've driven hundreds of miles, been the flu, the temperature. And one time I did, I was on this, uh, the Young Riders back, you know, way back when I had, it was a series regular and they want, I had shot two episodes, two, three or four days in a row. Mm -hmm. And they were back to back episodes. I got shot by uh, what was that guy's name? That was on Starsky and Hutch. He killed me in this thing. But anyway, um, I drove across country to um, Florida from Arizona. And I pulled in, I, I mean, literally I made this trip and like, ah, I want to say I did it in two days. Really. It's like a three, four days. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it was just like, you know, an hour sleep at a rest stop move. Mm -hmm. I got the hotel and I was even afraid to take a nap because I just, I was afraid I'd just sleep through it. 
so I got done and everything, and, and um, I, I made it. And you're not feeling well, but you don't let the audience know. And sometimes we're on stage, and we don't understand about the audience either. They bring shit to the room to try to forget about it. So for me, I don't know. It's, you know, it's kind of the pursuit is the happiness, I guess. Not to get too uh, metaphysical and all that shit. That's a big word for me. <laughs> it's making me tired. Anyway, um, or existential. God, that's another big word. I got to write this shit down. because You I don't must really be tired, know. Jay, from all these big words. So someone came up to me after a show and said, hey, look, you know, um, my dad passed away two days ago, and my friend talked me into coming out. And the guy bought like three T-shirts. And, you know, they're the, they're the drunken donuts or something, you know, grown-ups. Yeah. So I just wanted to thank you and, you know, for you for, you know, an hour, two hours, you, you helped me forget, you know, basically I'm in pain, you know, and I think, oh. as I mentioned before, you know, just being on the stage is kind of like my happy place as long as, you know, um, I can get there without too much trouble. But once you get to the stage, it's like your happy place. The business part, not so much. The booking part, not so much. The talking to agents and stuff, not so much. But, um, and then sometimes even dealing with other comics are fucking shitty too. Right. Yeah. Shitty you. And you know, they, you know, they say shitty things and um, there's no, there's no room for that. If you're a comic out there, if you're not supporting each other, then, you know, get out, you know, yeah. if you're competitive, just, just, you know, you want to be, just don't be a mean person somewhere else. So keep it to and yourself. If you're easy, and if you're easily offended, don't go to a comedy show and, complain go there's a movie theater down the street you can just yeah, I always say with Laura I always say talk behind my back I don't want to hear it you know I don't, don't tell me so anyway yeah but, uh, I think the goal is I I think early on was always to get like you know a character piece in a sitcom or something just to be just to be like a character I'd love to be like a character now it's now it's simpler is just continue doing the commercials and things and doing some acting stuff and then getting on the stage that's it's pretty simple you know the pursuit is the happiness I love it. And on that note, um, I have a date. Um, I, I don't, I have a date. Oh, hey, hey, uh, Lauren, <laughs> you know, let's, um, let's find out what hospitals are nearby in case we have to visit. <laughs> so, Can we be your emergency contacts, Grace? Yeah, That's right. Well, you, you are. <laughs> headboard banging, please. <laughs> We gotta get you a helmet for Christmas, Grace. Well, I'm an athlete, so that's why I, um, yeah, I'm adventurous and athletic. Uh, but uh, you guys are gonna be also on Flappers um, on March 21st on the virtual show. So guys oh out God, there- I'm so happy you just said it's the 21st. I thought it was the 11th. I mean, oh, the, the 11th, I'm sorry. I have okay. so much going on. I have a shit on the 21st, I'm sure. Oh, on the 11th, hey, wait, uh, man, so that is, that's you this think. coming Thursday. This is the same day yeah. I get my puppy. So yeah. um, Jennifer Ann had asked, I saw the comments. I, I'm getting a new puppy that morning, so. Um, oh, I, cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, so the 11th, uh, everybody, it's Thursday the 11th, and you can buy tickets at Flappers. It's flapperscomedy.com, and they have a calendar. Just click on Love at First Laugh with Grace Fraga, and you can buy tickets. If not, I always post stuff on my uh, profile, so you can look for the poster and, I mean, the flyer, the poster. What am I talking about? The the flyer and click the link uh, and get tickets. It's going to be a you know, On that flyer, my face is a guy's face. So 
Um, oh, no, no, they changed it. I oh, think, they changed it. Not on the flyer, on the Flappers Comedy Club. Oh, because I always I not do that to you. I do the flyers. You uh, recognize... no, okay, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. You'll recognize my photo because I have a love at first laugh right on my forehead. <laughs> you do. All right, you guys. I really got to go on my date. I'm not kidding. Have fun, Grace. I want to hear about the date. Is it Zoom? Is he waiting in the in the waiting room? Can we meet him? No. Is it a Zoom date? No. Okay. Actually, this is the first date, and we're gonna meet at a restaurant. Woo! Yeah. I've been oh, I've been vaccinated. I'm gonna start carrying that around on my head. That's right, you should. It's my get laid card, I think. That's a big seller. Just don't yeah. look at the target on your back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, All right, you guys. Thank you, Grace. Um, thank you for being on the show. This was so much fun talking to you guys. And everybody, March 11th, which is a Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, these two guys and Chris. Yay. Yes, the Comedians and Denny's gang is going to be at Flappers Virtual. So don't miss that one. It's going to be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a hoedown. No offense, hoes. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm proud actually. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, you guys, thank you so much. Thank you everybody for tuning in on your awesome comments and I'll see you guys next, uh, Sunday.